This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Part two of questions for this week on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Uh, I'll direct this one to you, Hachi, because Mark wants it sent that way. Hachi, if you could be CEO of any sporting team globally in 2022, what would it be and why? It would be none. I just can't ever imagine doing that role. You're owner of a basketball team. I just can't ever imagine being CEO of a sporting team. What, what if the word CEO was replaced by owner? Oh, like an owner sporting team? Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm changing Mark's question. It's a different story. Well, you know, it'd be one of the ones that were the massive or had the, had the means to be massive with the right investment. I'd love that a share in an NFL club if, if Mark wanted to direct, direct that question my way. It depends if your objective was to make money or to, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be or to go along and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Just a little, yeah, what little half about, a percent share in the LA Rams or something like that, Hutchie, the Raiders. What I've in learned is, in, in a brief time being a, a small owner of a, of a league, what I've learned is this, it, people don't go into it for the same reason. Some people go into it to make money. but more Most more, people go in for the power, don't they? More people go into it, for the I think, for the enjoyment. I think. Do you? Yeah. Not in the NFL. That's the one I think. Well, I think they... It's they, power. Yeah, in the NFL. Well, it's, it's power that they can leverage in other areas of their businesses. Yep. And and also it's... Like, it's a, it's a meaningful seat at the table in the town you live in. Before we jump off Mark's question, he might be asking you, which is the team or the sport which is going to go gangbusters coming out of COVID in 22? And I'm, I'm only speculating on that. That's what he may be asking. Can you Can you identify something that we... Basketball. Globally. Yep. Yep. All right. And Australia in particular. Chad Hewish on Twitter. How can we finally sort out the CJ versus Giath versus Jath debate? Very frustrating listening to commentators bouncing around different pronunciations mid-game. I feel like I read somewhere on Twitter today that he prefers to be called CJ. It's very simple. What does the athlete prefer to be called? Yeah. Look, that did bounce around a lot yesterday when the game was being broadcast. And CJ himself... Chunkworth Jath has, I believe, given two versions over the course of his time in the game. The Hawthorne Footy Club was saying that something different yesterday to what it was previously. It's not, Chad, just on that, that the media will attempt, as far as I know, to, to, to get it right. It can change his mind, though. But it can change it. I'm, I'm exactly saying. I think there is confusion Do you remember when this. It, James Bartell changed to Jimmy at some stage of his career? When he had did too. Think? He did too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jared Rook it's changed a, to Max Rook. Chad, I'd like, I think I can speak for all media here. It is not deliberately disrespectful or even inadvertently disrespectful. It's just what that said person at that point in time believes it to be. Now, yes, there might be some examples in the past of it being lazy to not check. I get that. But on the CJ, Chonkwath Jath situation, I because I, I, I don't know myself much. I've heard him say something which differs to something else that was fed through yesterday. So I think the right answer is whatever he prefers to be called. And yes. if that changes, it changes. It changes, which, which I think it has. And even don't hold me to that because it has been relayed that way. Can I ask this one from John Wilkie? I like this question. What is a radio host's biggest peeve would call us asking how you're going be up there completely kills the flow of talk back every time yeah it probably is I mean I don't do anywhere near as much as you but it probably is isn't it but I think it's genuine when the caller asks it isn't it well two things one you don't it's unneeded so when you ask it slows the conversation down from radio so how are you going and the second thing is when you're interviewed don't don't uh, start without saying always start by saying something so if you're a guest on a program, say something in the first sentence. Don't say, hello, Damo, how are you going? I found myself the other day on 5AA. I was crook on myself like I wasn't prepared. But don't say, uh, yeah, th- yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Because cause no one really was to be on. Well, just start, just start with, 
Say something in the first sentence. So, Damo, great to be on the podcast. I've been a long time listener and a lot to get through today. I want to start by asking about the kangaroos in a moment, but I'll let you start. You know, like, just get into it straight away. And then when you're interviewing someone, also don't ask them how they are when you welcome them. Yeah. So, Damien Barrett joins us. Damien, as we welcome you in, a rough day for the kangaroos yesterday. Straight in. Start with something. Yep, I agree with that aspect of it. Sergio Durango on Facebook, Hutchie, and he's dealing with a topic here that we didn't get to in the main body and we had meant to. The Tassie team question for AFL has been brought up again after the great game on Sunday. Given that St Kilda players couldn't handle the travel distance to Seaford, what were the odds that a Tassie team could attract players to live in Tassie? Would living in Tassie reduce the off-field earning potential for the players, given that it is a smaller market? I also noticed that few, if any, of the Tassie players seem to head home after their careers finish. Fairly good points there from Sergio on all matters, and I I agree with a lot of it. What I was taken by, and this is where my opinion might be ever so slightly changing, Hutchie, is that if you get a big team like an Essendon down there, it can change the dynamic of that state's push. Now, often the clubs that are down there, North Melbourne Hawthorne, traditionally not big drawing powers, and they're then playing against equally lesser drawing powered clubs. Essendon example, which is the freshest one to which Sergio is referring to, they packed out that stadium. Again, relative economies of scale, 15,000 or thereabouts in Launceston, but it was sold out inside two hours. Yes. I still don't see it working, though, to get, to get back I, to that I'm question. a believer in it, big time. Oh, yeah. I think the Tasmanians would flock to their own team. Their own team or a relocated Melbourne team? Well, as long as it's a permanently based Tasmanian team, they where, where they don't have one have a bar of it is teams like North that go for the check. They don't they don't invest in the check chasers. And I can't begrudge North for chasing the check. By the way, I'm not having that's not critical them, but this doesn't get embraced. Yep. And the other thing that North are really suffering from is that half the audience comes from Melbourne, right on a flight down. So they haven't got that community flying in at the moment. I. I don't think players earn a lot of money away from footy anyway. I think it's a myth that they earn these massive corporate deals, and you know, it's, most players' earnings are wrapped up in their playing career in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, yep. Now, Asada uh, via email. We'll make this the last one. Message for Damien Barrett: Where have you gone? Please come back. Where is that clever and very intelligent, and more importantly, independent thinker and trailblazer that I love to listen to? A rare trait these days. Instead, we hear things like, independent journalism is dead, yet lords the efforts of the winks. Tries to argue with everything to get a headline against respected Caroline Wilson, which is possibly the only independent journal that has some credibility. Not going to use that last word there, Hutchie. Credibility. So where have you been, Damo? I'm still here, Asada. I'm still here. Sada's just got a different view on what he, what he or she, what he or she thinks. I'm, I'm saying, Hutchie. I tell you what, I, I respect about Asada is they're already by having sent an email. They've already done more work. They're the most influential Asada of the week, <laughs> because the other Asada wouldn't have got around to writing an email out of their offices in the last seven days. So that makes you the most active Asada in the marketplace. <laughs> different spelling. Oh, I think you? Asada makes a point here. Like you oh, have, of course you, you have lost a bit of your. Have I? You know, you're a bit what, ju- what, what you're lost? cynical and jaded these days. What have I lost, Archie? Lost a bit of years, yes. <laughs> I don't think I have, Archie. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> and the numbers attached to all the shows oh, I'm doing. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there it is. Well, what do you think I've done to Asada, Archie? What are the numbers attached to him? What, what, what do you think I've done to Asada? What are the numbers? You, they're just huge, Archie. <laughs> but don't set me up your other bullshit show. <laughs> <laughs> Even made him swear. That might be my finest hour. <laughs> This has been the Sounding Board Question 2 Knockout Punch. <laughs> 
to drink ice. If you're choosing to get a little bit lippy, choose to drink ice. We'll take 12 weeks off on SEN Books. Do so as well. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for DrinkWise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign-up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.